Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Well, hi, I'm Dr. Joseph Walker, and thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm so excited to have you connected on today. I am really excited because this is the place where Next Level Leaders come together, we grow, we learn. It's just going to be a great day for you to get information that we know will be a tremendous blessing to you. I want you to know I'm, I'm, I'm really geeked. I'm excited about this one because many people have been writing, connecting with me. Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. That's how we connect. And I want to thank you so much if you're a next level leader. Hey, we got something we're planning for you too. So stay tuned. It is going to be crazy awesome. You're going to be able to sign up for it, be a part Listen, stay tuned. All my Next Level Leaders, get ready. It's about to go down. But I'm excited because I want you to know, my wife and I have a wonderful YouTube page called Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth. It's going to be a tremendous blessing to you, and I want you to be a part. It's going to be awesome. And just want you to know, uh, as you share, go there and subscribe. It is touching lives. Every Friday, we drop an episode at 7 p.m. If you want to learn about balancing life and all those great things, make sure you go check out our life, our journey, and our truth. Remember to follow me at Joseph Walker 3. I want to hear from you if you want my books and content, find out where I'll be speaking or to have me come in and talk to your organization. Go there to josephwalker3.org and I promise you we'll make it happen. All right? So today, I want to get right to this because we're going to talk about the call comes with clarity. One of my mentors said this to me when I was wrestling with an opportunity. And you know, sometimes opportunities present themselves and you're trying to figure out, is this something you should do? Do you have the bandwidth? Is it your season? Is it time? And they said very succinctly to me, the call comes with clarity. And boy, oh boy, did that bless me. And I wanted to share with you because it's what I've learned. And the thing that I think is important right out of the gate is number one, is that the call is always directed toward a problem. In my book, No Opportunity Wasted, The Art of Execution, I talk about this in chapter one. You are born to solve a problem. It's so important that you understand this, right? Because any call that we have, anything, it is directed toward a problem, and that means you are to solve it. So you will never have a call that doesn't address itself toward a problem. Sometimes we come up with great ideas, but that's not a problem. It's just a great idea. The problem must be impacted by the call. Therefore, an answer is made and a need is created. See how this works? So it is incredibly important. The thing that someone's asking you to be a part of, the thing that you feel, should I be doing this? Is it solving a problem in the earth? Is it making a difference? That's really the first thing to consider out of the gate. The call always is directed toward a problem. When you look at the Bible, Jesus's life was directed toward a sin problem. The Holy Spirit is directed toward an authority and guidance problem. 
Whatever is inside of you is directed toward a problem. And when you move into that assignment, problem should be solved. All right? Here's number two. And I want to spend a little time here. The call comes with clarity when you have a pure motive. Ask yourself, why? Why do I want to do this? What are my motives? Sometimes we can be aspirational and sometimes we can be moving around competitive, competing with other people, trying to get a one-up on someone. The thing about a call is that it must come with a pure motive. I want my motives to be right. I don't want to do this because it'll make me look good on social media or to make me look successful or just look sexy. looks like it's something I should be doing. No, it's got to be because I am assigned to this, that my heart is pure that I am not doing it for motive, for fame, for fortune. I'm doing it because I feel like I'm going to make a significant difference in the earth. That's the difference, right? I'm always tied to this in my heart because I'm a transformational leader. And I'm often having to deal with transactional people who only see the transactional black and white. And I'm thinking about, is this going to impact people? How, how, How are we going to change the minds and hearts of people in what we do? So, I think it's important to examine your heart and ask yourself, not what are they asking you to do, but why are they asking you to do it? Does it align with your values? Does it align with who you are as a person? Because your why matters. I've said it over and over again. If your why doesn't make you cry, then you have to go back to the drawing board. This is so important. Check your motive. Check your motive. Make sure your motive is to be a transformational leader doing work in the community that solves a problem that brings glory to God. The Bible says in Colossians, whatever you do, do it not unto man, but do it to the glory of God. Number three is don't deviate from the original assignment. Does that sound familiar? Man, Go back to the first thing that God told you to do. Yes, you can take all other things and projects, but don't deviate from the very thing that you were assigned to do. When the call comes with clarity, this is what you were assigned to do. Let me give you a perfect example. When I began pastoring the Mount Zion Church in Nashville, Tennessee, it's a small church, 175 members, and God has done things that have blown my mind. Thousands upon thousands upon thousands of people have connected with that ministry. And early on in that ministry, a lot of young preachers were preaching revivals, traveling, missing a lot of Sundays and a lot of Wednesday Bible studies. But I was determined to stay home as much as possible, to create a new paradigm to show that my first commitment was always going to be Mount Zion Church. I believe that The harvest that we are experiencing today is a result of the seed of presence that was sown then. See, the reason why I believe that it has maintained the level of sustainability is because I prioritized some things early on and I made sure I never deviated from the original assignment because God made it very clear to me. He was not going to hold me accountable for who I preached for around the country and And all the conferences I did, he was going to hold me accountable for the very original assignment, Mount Zion Baptist Church. So 95 to 98% of the time, I'm standing in my pulpit. I'm there, Bible study. I'm doing because I 
know the original assignment. Doesn't mean I can't do other things, but I cannot forsake the original assignment. Ask yourself, are you forsaking the original thing that God called you to do, trying to do all these other things? In this season, it is incredibly important when you understand the call and the clarity that comes with it, you have got to make sure you don't deviate from the original assignment. Got it? Whew. Here's number four. Training assures relevancy. Let me tell you, when you have a call in your life, you want to be trained. Always say that the moment you walk into a purpose, purpose always sets you up for preparation. You always want to be trained. Your organization, your team, always create opportunities for further training because training assures relevancy. Relevancy matters. Some organizations are no longer relevant because they don't expose their people to best ideas, to best practices, to innovative things that are happening out there. So when you, as a next level leader, constantly finding workshops, reading books, pouring yourself into your craft, learn how to polish yourself daily regarding your craft, then you'll remain relevant out there. One of the things I try to be, and it's one of my mantras, is to be a relevant leader. Relevant word. I've been saying it for years because I want to constantly be reading and studying and and training and never get comfortable. Always prepare yourself and prepare your team for relevancy. Here's number five. Clarity assumes efficient execution. See, when you have a call and it's clear to the people who work for you that are on your team, they can execute with efficiency. Some people, and I've gone in, done workshops, and they've said, but people just, they're, they're slothful, they, they, they drop balls, they don't understand. Well, it could be that the call, the assignment is not clear to them, and therefore it is causing a lack of efficiency in its execution. Whenever you are very clear about, we're going to do this, and this is why we're going to do it, this is when we're going to do it, this is how we're going to do it, and we're going to measure whether or not we actually accomplished it. When you present things like that, that's how you allow execution to happen. People will execute with efficiency. Now, you're dealing with human beings who are subject to mistake, and it can be frustrating, particularly when you are a next-level leader, and you see people who drop balls sometimes or who make errors, but you have to be patient if these are isolated incidents. But you must understand, if you're clear about the call, If you take your time and explain what you're trying to do and why you're trying to do it, let me back up. See, when a person understands the why you're trying to do something, it really spawns efficiency. When they begin to realize how their work and what they do, the decisions they make are going to impact the lives of other people, it helps them become more efficient. It helps them meet deadlines. Sometimes we just approach people like, I need you to do this. We talk about the what. But if they only understood the why, if they only understood what was at stake, they would execute it with so much proficiency. Do you get how this works? So I just want you to hear this today. And I want you to understand that as you move in your call, make sure that you allow clarity to reign. Write the vision, make it plain. Those who read it can run with it. 
they can execute it because they understand specifically what you're trying to do. Here's number six, and it's important. Remember, this is a marathon and not a sprint. Man, sometimes we're so busy, moving so fast, and, uh, but let me drop a nugget for you. I want you to hear this, right? I want you to really hear this. The fastest way to get there is often slow. If you take your time and recognize that this is a marathon, plan, strategize, lay out the vision with clarity, then you begin to realize it may not happen overnight. Many of the things that we are benefiting from now, electric vehicles, technology, AI, are things that were in motion 10, 15 years ago, behind the scenes, being tested. You know, all the things, the the successes and the failures, and they learned a lot from both. I believe when you understand that, you won't get so ahead of God in this process, but you understand that whatever God is showing you, the Bible says a vision is for an appointed time. It will not lie. It'll speak. It will come to fruition. But you have to realize you're in a marathon. You got to develop your people, build your team, explain with clarity, understand how to execute with efficiency because you have explained with clarity. This is not a sprint. It is a marathon that requires endurance. It requires resilience. And that's what you have. Let's review before we go to my final point today. This is good one, y'all. This is a good one. We're talking about how the call comes with clarity. Everybody wants to know, well, what am I supposed to do? Is this the assignment or not? Well, remember, number one, it was always directed toward a problem. Whatever the assignment is, what problem in the earth does it solve? Always remember that. God will never give you an assignment that does not solve a problem in the earth. Never take on something that does not solve a problem in the earth. But then also, it causes me, number two, to evaluate my heart. Do I have a pure heart in this? What's my why? Am I trying to make a name for myself, be popular? Or am I truly, truly locked in on trying to make certain that my motive is pure? Number three, to not deviate from the original assignment. Come to a place where you stay locked in on the very thing that God gave you first. That becomes the foundation. Yes, it's okay to expand, to grow, but don't lose sight of the original assignment. It doesn't matter how many sides and things they have at Kentucky Fried Chicken. They know the original assignment was to make that chicken. It's just like Chick-fil-A. It's just like any other restaurant. They know the main assignment, what draws people to them, is who they are in the main assignment. Even though other things may pop up, They never lose sight of what they're in business to do. Number four, training. Allowing your team to get effective training. This is what I do when I come in. I talk to teams. I train teams. I mentor leaders. I'm an advocate for leaders and their teams experiencing training. So if that's something you'd like us to do, reach out to my office. I would love to come in and provide some training to either you or your organization. So stay tuned with that. All right, number five, the clarity assumes efficient execution. When people get it, when people get it, they execute because they understand your why. Sometimes 
People just don't get it. So therefore, there's no urgency. They don't understand the why and what's at stake. But every next level leader lives in this space where you're like, we got to get this done. There's so much at stake. This is so powerful. It's going to change so many lives. You've got to articulate that to your team. Explain to them why this is important. Number six, remember, this is a marathon and not a sprint. It is not going to happen overnight. I don't care who you are. You got to slow down, take your time, still execute, still allow things to come to fruition. But you have to remember, vision takes a while to evolve. So if it doesn't happen by next week, fret not thyself. Just remember, day by day, week by week, month by month, you're getting closer. Here's number seven. One, listen, one vision, one voice, one victory. If you understand the call, it is always your ability through clarity to bring your team together under one singular vision. Everyone has one voice. We're all saying the same thing and we're all receiving the reward. Watch this. We see the same thing because the vision is clear. We say the same thing, right? Because we speak it in our language and when we communicate it, it's with clarity. But we seize it. We're able to accomplish it together because we work this together. There's a marvelous thing that happens as a leader is able to articulate with clarity what came to them with clarity. And you've got to know, Whatever God has in your spirit to do, it will be clear. God doesn't stutter. It's very clear. And you've got to be willing to walk into that. And if you say it's so unclear, perhaps you need to look at whether or not God sent this in your life. Because the call always, ladies and gentlemen, comes with clarity. I'm so thankful for all of you. I appreciate you more than you could ever imagine. And here's what I want you to do. If this has blessed you, please make sure you follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I would love to connect with you. I would love to hear your testimony. And then I would like all of you to share this podcast with at least 10 people. I believe we can get well close to a million before the end of this year. Let's do it. But I need your help. This podcast is touching lives around the world, literally. I'm so thankful, and I appreciate all of you so much. Make sure you go to josephwalker3.org if you want to get my books and other content or find out when I'll be in your area. You never know. The thing I love to do is when I come into a city, is find next-level leaders, have a cup of coffee in the afternoon at Starbucks somewhere, and let's just sit down and talk about how the podcast has been a blessing. So if you look on my on my schedule and see something like that, that I'll be in your city, reach out to me. Let's make it happen. Love to come by, see what you're doing. This is what it's all about. I appreciate all of you so much. Thank you for just being connected. It means a lot to me, and I'm so very, very grateful. Thank you so much. And make sure, once again, you share this podcast with as many people as you can. And here's a good thing to do. This week, Friday, go check out Our Life, Our Journey, Our Truth on YouTube. It's my wife and I's podcast on video. Go check it out. You can check out the new episode Friday, 7 o'clock Central, or you can go right now on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe and let me know it blessed you, all right? 
Thank y'all so much. I love you. I appreciate you. I'm excited. Aren't you? This is going to be a great year, guys. Let's go get it. Take care. Until next time. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at Joseph with you.